Welcome, Dylan and Suba, to Radio Richard. I'm so happy you're here. And as my, my listeners know and viewers know, you are the guys who are singing the theme song nonstop all through my videos. And I'm just ecstatically grateful and happy. And also, this guy is ecstatically grateful and happy, too. So <laughs> right I, I'll let you know that we're all happy about that and welcome. And, and how are you guys doing? What's up? That's great. Thank you so much. We're doing pretty well, you know, navigating through this thing that we're in and uh, staying as creative as we can be. Well, you sure are because you're you're doing nothing but fantastic videos that you're uh, your your live performances that you're doing on Facebook and I'm you know I'm really glad about the pandemic in in a certain way. I know this is kind of a politically incorrect thing to say, but creatively it's been brilliant because you know you got all those great Chick Corea things where he was playing live all the time nonstop every day and you got to see I mean when when do you get to see that? And then you get to see you guys performing all the time, loads of material, uh brilliantly sung and arranged, and today we get the hats. Yay! <laughs> Indeed. The whole thing we've been really lucky. I mean the the you know in this weird time, what we have to do is sort of find all the positive things that we can. And one of the positives for us is that we're quarantined with our band. So we're still able to make music just as much as we could, even if we can't do it with people in person. And the other thing is that we have all this time available to us that we didn't used to have. So now we can do things like take the time to sort of get our... Uh, our video chops up and running, learn how to get lighting happening, learning how to do green screens and live streaming, all these skills that we kind of always wanted to learn but never had the time for. So we're trying to use that time, new repertoire development, just sort of everything. That's right. And so we've done... Is that is that is that fake behind you? <laughs> that is a green screen. So we just, uh, yes. we just we, every week we sort of choose a new sort of background to throw in and we thought this one would be fun for uh, for the show today. Yes, indeed, and because I'm also re-releasing my my history of pop arranging uh, shows from the BBC, and and of right. course all those records that you have behind you are all the labels that I'm talking about in this week's episode of the Fab. Oh yeah, ah, amazing. Capital Echo, all those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So, uh, what what I'd like to do just first is is for you to give me or to give the listeners a brief uh, overview of your both of your careers so far just in terms of how you've gotten to this point because you've both done so many things and you've both you're both multi-talented so if you could just uh um torture yourself and tell me stuff about you that would be really groovy sure um so i grew up in a musical family my father's name is trichy shankaran and he's one of the leading exponents of a south indian barrel shaped drum called the murdangam and, uh, you know, he's a child prodigy. So I, I came by music very honestly uh, through him. And so I started singing and uh, primarily South Indian classical Carnatic singing uh, and drumming at a very, very young age, about the age of two or three. Then I, uh, you know, I had the one foot in the East and then another foot in the West studying uh, piano, classical piano through the Royal Conservatory of Music here in Toronto and uh, went on to study other instruments as well and got deep into the choral world also at a very young age. Started uh, conducting at about the age of 14 through my art school uh, in high school and then went on to do my bachelor's and master's in music as well and uh, embracing all different styles 
uh, genres. And um, so these days I'm basically uh, eating, sleeping and breathing music, uh, teaching uh, online, of course, uh, doing private lessons, workshops, conducting a community choir, doing sound design and composition for theater and doing live performance for, for theater as well. And uh, yeah, performing, traveling, touring, performing all the time and being on stage is actually my first love. So we've, uh, we, we've continued to keep that dream going while, uh, while we're stuck at home. Yeah, and, and, and I, on that point, even more so in a way, because I, I don't know, you know, when you do your, your live things on Facebook and, and whatever other platforms that you're on, you're, you're, you're reaching millions of people. And that's so great. It's amazing. We've, we're finding that, the, you know, again, looking for the upsides of things is, first of all, we're actually probably doing more performances now since we're performing all the time. And the second thing is that, you know, normally when you go and you tour, it's a little bit of a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of situation where you're, you do these shows for people, then you move on to the next place. You do a show for them, you move on to the next place. And you don't always have an opportunity to build a long-term relationship with the fans. And now what's happened is we're getting the same people all over the world tuning in every week. To, uh, to watch our show. So we get to sort of build this relationship with them that would be much harder uh, without sort of a virtual platform like this. Fantastic. Well, um, and now Dylan, darling, I'd like you to just say a few words about yourself because you've had quite an incredible career too. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I had a, a different sort of early upbringing from Suba. I grew up in a small town. My parents were not musicians. They were musical, but they had a huge record collection. And so um, they figured out from a fairly early age that I loved music. And I spent all my youth listening to Beethoven, to Bob Dylan, to medieval records, to Saturday Night Fever, kind of all mishmashing them all together as a kid. Uh, the nice thing about being in a, in a small town is they still uh, they still provide sort of opportunities for you. So I started playing piano, then I started playing violin and then cello. And then when I hit uh, high school, I started playing a little bit of guitar, a little bit of bass. That's when I started to get more deeply into singing. I went to university and that's where I met Suba. And uh, we actually met directing a choir together. And I also studied with Suba's father. So I had some grounding in South Indian music as well, as well as um, Southeast Asian music and all the different kinds of world musics that uh, York University offers. And so sort of took that musical curiosity and just kept it going, never really outgrew it. And after that, it was just performing everything from R&B stuff, performing on cruise ships right after I graduated out of school, then doing some teaching, then producing albums, got, sort of got into doing that and, uh, and just kept rolling after that, really. Yeah, and, and uh, you, of course, were a member of various uh, vocal groups. I, I love the stuff that you did with Cadence and the other group that I can't remember that you were with. Uh, but I did hear, and I loved all that stuff. And and your oh, thank you. Not only that, your songs. First of all, your songs. I just think you know, that they are just the the greatest thing for me is to be catchy and hip. And you you got that combination. A lot of people can't get that combination, but you got it. Oh, thank but, you, yeah, thank you. Well, coming from such an arranger and producer as yourself, that is uh, that's quite wonderful to hear. Thank you. You can pay me later. Uh, <laughs> so, so okay. Now, now we've covered for people who don't know you, who are now know know you intimately. Um, now, what they want to do is, I'm sure they want to hear something. So, whatever you want to do, whip it out. 
All right. All right. I think we should uh, take them to, to Brazil for the first piece because it's a nice, uh, a nice way of getting into what it is when we're working together. Yeah, it's sort of our musical definition of, uh, of live looping and the art of that technology and how we layer these, uh, these arrangements. Okay, but be, just be, if you're going to do the looping thing now, that, that really fascinates me. Uh, not that you can loop because we know, everyone knows that they can loop, but you guys do it just so in such a hip manner. Can you just describe, just before you start the song, a little bit about the, the basic process of the looping out while, you're, while you're performing? All right. Sure. Well, I'm just going to get my uh, my live looping microphones on and our interviewing microphones off. There we go. All right. Um, so what we're doing is we're doing what we call acapella live looping. So for those of you, most of you probably know, listening in Radio Richard Land, that acapella means we are performing without instruments. Everything you hear, the drum sounds, the horn sounds, the guitar sounds are all being done by the voice. Second thing is that everything that you hear, no matter how many voices you hear, is actually being done live. There are absolutely no backing tracks. And we're using um, a process called live looping. So live looping is a process by which we can record our voices while we're performing in real time, create a loop of a pattern that we just sang, and then layer something else over top of that, something else over top of that. And that means that two voices can become four, four voices can become eight, eight voices can become 16. And uh, between that and sort of fairly complex arranging techniques, that allows us to create these um, live looping pieces for you. So what we're going to do is we're going to demonstrate that by taking you to Brazil with this first piece. You're going to recognize as soon as we get into it, but we're going to start by, um, and I should, if you see where my hand is going, all my technology is over here. We're basically using a laptop, using a, a program called Ableton Live, which is, allows us to record ourselves, and it also allows us to pre-program the loops and when they start, when they stop. So instead of pressing buttons or pressing foot pedals through the whole show, we let the computer do all the work, and all we have to do is sing it absolutely perfectly and not make a single mistake, and then everything goes great. That's right. You're good at that. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> all right, we're going to get this one started here, and we're going to start by putting down a couple of percussion tracks like this. got our basic percussion down, we're going to put down four-part harmony, one bass, and then three guitar parts for the first part of the song, like this. Oh, 
Enjoyed that so much that Thank you my so much. shoes have melted. <laughs> um, wow. So, well, I, I don't even know what I can say after that, except that that's, I'm so glad that my peeps will be able to hear you guys doing stuff like that. And in fact, I love it so much that I'm going to ask you to do anything else of your choice. Uh, Although I have to just put in a little thing, I would love it to be one of your songs. So just well, what I will say is I'm going to sidestep that one a little bit. Well, the work that we do together doesn't actually include any of our um, any of our original pieces Except of music for, for live looping. One vocal percussion piece that, uh, that, uh, that yes. I wrote. Yeah. Um, uh, what we will do is we'll direct you to where you can find our music, which is my music can be found at music. So if you're interested in my sort of more original pop music kind of stuff, that's where you can find that. Suba's music is available probably at subashankaran.com. Can mm -hmm. you find links to grab that? Yeah, you can go to subashankaran.com. Uh, you can also go to my Indo Jazz Fusion Bands website. Uh, the band is called Auto Rickshaw. And so that's www.autorickshaw.ca, like Canada. And uh, uh, yeah, you can find all sorts of original material there. Uh, what we tend to specialize in here, of course, is um, really innovative arranging. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah. you know, I'm kind of like into that. So, uh, <laughs> kind of. So, right. so, yeah, if you, uh, take your pick, do, do whatever you like, and uh, I'll just be s sitting here 
with another pair of melted shoes. <laughs> All right. So Hit I'm me, a big boy. You know, I like right. it. The hipper, the better. Okay. We're going to do uh, an arrangement of that we created of Old Man by Neil Young. And uh, this one's actually got a great story because we originally did this just as two voices, very intimate, stripped down, just our two voices, no looping magic whatsoever. And, uh, and then we recorded our album called Go Back Forward a couple of years back, or a few years back now. And uh, we did all sorts of multi-tracking and uh, created a very lush arrangement. And uh, we were invited to perform with uh, Lauren Kinnan of the New York Voices and Janice Siegel of the Manhattan Transfer for something at that time, an event that they called Vocal Mania. And uh, they said, oh, we'd really like you to do Old Man, but, you know, with all that live looping magic. And we said, uh, gulp, okay. We're going to, we, we thought, okay, we're, it's one of those jump how high situations. And so we said, yes, of course. And then we decided, okay, how the heck are we going to put this together live? Because we had never done a live looping version of it. So we managed to do that. We uh, debuted it at the Zinc Bar in New York. And uh, it was it was a big success. And then they called us back again for Vocal Mania to be our, to be the headliners as opposed to just guest artists. So uh, it was a, a bit of a dream come true for us. So we're really we're really pleased with where this arrangement landed. OK, give me the garlic. All right. <laughs> Do ba 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 do ba
Absolutely fabuloso, wonderful, and just, you know, you guys, what you guys do, nobody else does the way you guys do it. And I love that ending thing. You know, you know, I was going crazy when you hit that Lydian chord on the, yeah. Anyway. That's probably our favorite part of the song. Yeah. 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 I was just saying that, um, it was, we had so much fun nerding out on that one, trying to figure out how many different ways we could reharmonize that phrase, including the fact that some of the stuff is already recorded. So we have to reharmonize with existing voicings and then swap those voicings out as we go. Exactly. And swapping that bass note so you could get that other chord. <laughs> exactly That's right. right. Yeah. Well, that, that was so fantastic. I, I, I'm so glad that I'm able to uh, give this to my uh, listeners and uh, I'm just knocked out with the whole thing. So 
free play Suba Dylan Dylan Suba Soup Dylan <laughs> Dylan I don't know. It's just all good, and and uh, I'm in awe of your talent, and uh, I love it, and I've loved it for a long time, and I love it even more right now. And so does he. I want to tell you, he was grooving <laughs> his butt down, getting down with his bad self. Right on. Right. So um, thank you so much. And, uh, of course, my listeners hear you every day because you're singing my theme song, and I'm super grateful about that. And um, uh, thank you so much, and, and good night. Thank you so much Thank for having us. Thank you, Howard. I'm with Richard. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. I admit it. I'm still Richard Niles, but did you know that for the price of a cup of coffee and a bagel, you can help us keep delivering the unique performances and interviews of Radio Richard. All you have to do is click right here, and it'll take you straight to our Patreon page. We'd really appreciate it, and we'll see you there. Radio Richard.